From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's Ryan Fox along with you. Tom Barfield out this week. He is floating on a boat somewhere with a all drink in his hand, sitting by the pool, relishing the cowboy win, catching some sun, whatever you do on a boat. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't go on those things. Not for me. You're missing out. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> Cowboys win 31-14 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They move on to round two of the NFL playoffs. Take on San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of the wild card round last year, this time on the road in San Francisco. But, boy, how the Cowboys did it. And it was through Dak Prescott that the Cowboys were able to do it. Did you ever think that you would say that? Man, um, I'm probably not. I probably have a little bit more faith in Dak Prescott as a quarterback than most people. But I mean, I, I even I didn't expect him to play the way he did last night. He had the game of his career, no doubt about it. There's no doubt that was the best game that he's played in his seven-year career. Prescott threw for two touchdowns and ran for another in the first half to give the Cowboys an early 18 to nothing lead, thanks to Brett Marhar and oh his gosh. three missed field goals in the or missed extra points, I should say, in the first half. Um, the rushing touchdown combined with the first two passing touchdowns with tight end Dalton Schultz was the fourth straight playoff game Prescott has run and thrown for a touchdown. Uh, that broke Patrick Mahomes and Hall of Famer Steve Youngs, who had three straight playoff games. So the longest streak in the NFL in playoff history belongs to Dak Prescott now. Uh, he did outshine Tom Brady. He also was able to have one rushing and one passing touchdown in four career playoff games. Um, that is a record for the Cowboys. A passer rating of 143.3. Uh, that gives him another record. He also had 305 yards, four touchdown passes, one rushing touchdown, and zero interceptions uh, last night. Uh, he joins Matt Ryan as the only quarterback in NFL history to have such uh, numbers in a postseason game. He also joined Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach. Aikman did it in the Super Bowl, and Staubach did it against the Rams as the only quarterbacks in Cowboy history to throw four touchdowns in a playoff game. That's according to Cowboys PR. So stacked up lots of superlatives last night for Dak Prescott. And as Ryan mentioned, the best game in his seven-year career. What a time for it for Dak Prescott. Does that change everybody's feeling on Dak Prescott? Because there's been some doubters out there. I'm one of them. Um, that he is not an elite quarterback. I'm not going to just throw him in the elite quarterback status for one game. Yeah. Just not going to do it. Um, but he did play exceptionally well last night. And I think part of the credit has to go to Kellen Moore as well because as much as I've been a critic of Kellen Moore I think last night Kellen Moore was able to stay within the lines 
and and color inside the lines and and give Dak Prescott in this offense an opportunity. Keep it simple, stupid is what we've been preaching for Kellen Moore, and I feel like that last night it was more of that from Kellen Moore than it was the smoke and mirrors and and all the trickery that we've seen from Kellen Moore in the past. Now I don't know if he was harnessed by a seatbelt from Mike McCarthy, or if he just realized, hey, look, we have an opportunity if we stay within ourselves that we can do some good things here. It certainly helped Dak Prescott, I feel like, last night. There's no doubt. Yeah, and another thing with the play calling and just the situational football offensively for the Cowboys, I love how aggressive they were. You remember that that fourth and fourth that they had? Maher had already missed three extra points. They weren't going to – I mean, there was, a, there was you, no way they yeah. were trotting him out there. Yeah, and the the, thing, the the funny thing was he was trotting out there, and then Mike McCarthy told him, nope, get back here. And then they went back, went went on that fourth and four and had that CeeDee Lamb touchdown, and that's what sealed it. I mean, I, the aggressive play calling like that, they took a lot more shots downfield mm-hmm. over middle. They attacked that uh, the Buccaneer secondary, which they, they had to because the strength of that Buccaneer defense was the front seven, no doubt. But even with that, they still had over 130 rushing yards as a team as well. So the offense, that's the part where we had some some questions more so, especially with how they performed against Washington the week before. But they came to play on both sides of the ball, offensively, the play calling, and the offensive line as well. Dak only got sacked once. Yeah, they, the offensive line played extraordinarily well last night. And uh, I think they uh, missed they missed Tyler Biotish the week before. They did, there's How, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, he's the captain of that offensive line. He makes all the calls, and, and that certainly showed last night that they were more comfortable with what they were able to do offensively on the line. Tony Pollard played outstanding again last night. He just has that burst that Ezekiel Elliott had. I I don't know that Zeke still has it or not. He's still a very viable part of this offense. But Tony Pollard just has that extra gear, and he was able to show that again last night. Yeah, he has that burst. He He's he's literally he's – he's a very patient runner, first and foremost, but then he sees that hole. He's one, one foot in the ground and go, and he has a crazy amount of burst. There was one play where they – it was a toss to the left – and he was just running to the outside for like three seconds. As soon as he hit a hole, he burst in and hit it for six. If Zeke wouldn't have been able, just physically is not able to have that kind of burst anymore like he did his first two or three years in the league. Just stuff like that's really viable for an NFL running back. And the, Zeke's Zeke's thing is like he he's there to get the dirty yards. You know, he's uh, he's there for third and short and stuff like that. And he's very very good in that department. But that that's the that's the strength of this rushing attack with Tony Pollard, that kind of change of pace sort of thing that they have because you have that burst with Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard, you know, he'll he'll mostly go down to first contact. He's not going to get those extra dirty yards or, you know, yards after contact, stuff like that. Well, at one point last night on third down and one, they gave it to Zeke. He got the first down, and Joe Buck said that was 12 of 15 on third down and one for Zeke being able to pick up the first down. That that tells you he's not afraid to go in there and get those dirty yards you're talking about. And he was able to do that again last night for the Dallas Cowboys. Just an exceptional game all the way around. I like the way that Dan Quinn did some moving around with the secondary. Uh, he, he had them shifting around just a little bit, disguising coverages um, for Tom Brady uh, and that Tampa Bay offense. And even on special teams, I don't know if you noticed or not, 
they were doing a lot of movement on special teams, bouncing guys back and forth from the outside coverage to the inside coverage or who has who. A lot of movement on special teams trying to set up returns and, and things like that. So uh, I don't know that you say the Cowboys pulled out all the stops, but it was certainly really close to pulling out all the stops for the Cowboys last night in round one. And they needed to because, again, this was they were playing for their first playoff win in over 30 years. So there's, there's – Playoff road win. Or road win, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, road win. The last one was – uh, against the Niners at Candlestick Park, and that's who they have next week too. So, uh, yeah, they did pull out pull out pretty much all the stops on all three phases. They played so well. The the, the game plan was there, and they executed to executed it to near perfection. And we talked about the offensive line a moment ago. How about the defensive line? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady was sacked twice, and he was he was pretty much under pressure all game. He, he was, was hurried all night. Long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was not. It, it, they didn't get to him, but those hurries are just as. Just as good as sacks in most cases when you're able to do that. Exactly. And, you know, it, it created problems for Tom Brady uh, being able to to find the receiver that he wanted to find at times last night. And it, you're right. The defensive line played outstanding well. Micah Parsons, once again, Man. in the grill of Tom Brady almost all night long, able to move him around. And that's part of that movement that Dan Quinn came up with uh, for that defense to be able to do that. They did a lot of twists and turns at the – defensive line to, to get them in an opportunity to, to at least hurry Tom Brady and get him off his mark. And, you know, with a quarterback like Tom Brady, that's what you have to do, just get him off his mark. It, and he's still going to be good even off his mark, but he's not going to be as good. It's going to at least give you a, a chance if you can get him off his mark. You don't necessarily have to sack him, uh, although they did twice last night. But still, you, you get him off his mark, and it gives you an opportunity – especially on the backside with your defensive backs, to be able to hang in and, and cover a little bit better. And the Cowboys were able to do that last night. Mike McCarthy talking after the game last night in a happy Cowboys locker room. As good as I've seen, that's, that's for sure. Um, you know, I, I think just like anything, he's so consistent in everything he does. And, you know, like I said, we had, we had a couple plays there early, but, I mean, he, he, was, he was on it the, the, rest of the, the rest of the evening. I, you know, I... I thought it was, you know, Kellen and, you know, the play calling. We we just really stayed true to what we wanted to do in here. And, and like I said, I, I thought he played extremely well and, you know, stayed aggressive and, you know, took the check downs. Uh, I thought he had great command of the, of the offense and excellent presence in the pocket. There's Mike McCarthy talking after the ball game about what Dak Prescott was able to do uh, last night uh, against Tampa Bay. From the CNC collision text line, I thought Tampa would win, but with Dak Prescott playing like Tom Brady and Tom Brady playing like Dak Prescott, the Cowboys played like we think they should. I hope the team that showed up last night shows up in San Francisco. If Dak plays like that there, then we can uh, stop talking about his postseason woes. This week, let's work on the kicking game. That's from the 903 uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line this morning uh, we'd like to hear from you today as well our question of the day and we'll come back with some audio here in just a minute uh here on game time is that the last game for tom brady did the cowboys send the goat into the sunset into the broadcast booth or did they send him to another team where does tom brady go from here is he back in tampa is he on another NFL roster 
or do you feel like he's going to go ahead and step into the Fox Sports Radio booth and call NFL games next year? That's our CNC Collision Center text line question of the day. We'd love to hear from you. We'll take the break. When we come back, we got more Cowboys. We'll hear from Tom Brady and what he had to say to the media after that Cowboys win last night. Cowboys get the win over the Buccaneers, get ready to face the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. 31-14 Cowboys winners. Game time returns right after this. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Our Baylor Coaches Show returns for the spring semester Thursday, January 19th with head track and field coach Michael Ford and basketball coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Looking for some fun this weekend? Stop on by SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco this Saturday for their cruise-in event. Show off your remodeled classic one-of-a-kind car and hang out with SoCal Speed Shop crew and your closest friends. Gates open at 10 a.m. There will be door prizes, food trucks, games, and even a nostalgia top fuel race car to check out. The event is free and fun for the whole family. So stop by the cruise-in event this Saturday at SoCal Speed Shop located downtown 6th Street in Waco. Just a few steps from the silos. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-735. 1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the Basin Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. 
one year hurting. You can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. And welcome back to game time here on this Tuesday morning, the 17th day of January, 2023, 716 here on this Tuesday. Ward Wentz, Ryan Fox along with you. Cowboys get the win 31 to 14 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Ryan, you just found something that Jerry Jones said after the game last night about the only problem that the Cowboys, well, maybe not the only problem, but the most obvious problem the Cowboys had last night against Tampa Bay. And that was the kicking game. Yeah, and so according to SportingNews.com, Jerry Jones was asked if they would be looking for a replacement for Brett Maher uh, after the game, and uh, Jerry Jones' answer was simple, no, he's done enough good ones. There you go. So Done enough good ones, although he missed five in a row going back to last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, I don't know. Do you believe that? I, I think so. Um, I, he really At this did, point, he really, who else is out there? Exactly, and he and he's he really had a good year. He missed more extra points last night than he had the entire regular season combined. So I think hopefully it's just one off night. Hopefully he gets in the lab this week. And although it's it's hard, you can't really practice kicking in in a playoff environment like that. Well, it more than anything else, he's got to get out of his own head. Yes, and just. Standing there and kicking balls through the pipes is not going to do that. He's got to figure out how to step away from the game. And, and if it's me, I might just say, hey, go play golf for a couple of days and come back and see me. I, I need you to get out of your head right now. Uh, and that's the, the hardest thing for a kicker to be able to do uh, because you start trying to overcompensate and then it does the opposite and you just you can't find yourself. And you know, that's – that's the biggest mental block for a kicker to, to try to bust through. And so, you know, that, that may be the only thing that he can do is just say, get out of the building, go away, and when we come back, we'll start this thing anew. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, Brady still needs competition. He wants to go out on top, but I'm not sure he still has what it takes to be successful at the NFL level. He will try to play next year, but probably end up in the booth. Uh, what I would love to see him do is more is moved to coaching probably at the offensive coordinator spot at the college level. He could be a fantastic NFL coach with the right coaching experience. So that's from the 903 as well this morning. Our question of the day, did the Cowboys send Tom Brady into the radio booth? Did they send him to another team or will he be with Tampa uh, next year? Here's Tom Brady talking after the game uh, at the end of his address to the media last night. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support, and, um, you know, hopefully um, 
you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be, and thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, all you regulars, and um, just very grateful for the respect, and I and, uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's Tom Brady leaving the podium last night. As soon as he said thank you very much, he gathers himself and exits stage right. I don't know. That that sounded to me like, yeah, I I appreciate everything, but I don't know where he goes from here, but I'm almost 95 to 99% sure it's not going to be in Tampa Bay. Yeah, that sounded like a final farewell to the Tampa Bay media to me. I, I feel the same way, Ryan. I, I think that, that that had to be, hey, I, I've got a chance here to go ahead and and say goodbye and I'm going to take it. Look, it, it's been a it's been a strange year for Tom Brady. Started out the year that he was gonna retire and step away from the game, decided, nope, I'm not done yet. Comes back. Didn't have a bad year, but it was all on him. And they had no running game to go with anything that he had to offer this offense. And that made it very difficult for Tom Brady. Plus his personal life had some some bumps in the road. So it's it's been a difficult year for Tom Brady. And it may be that he wants to take the opportunity just to step away. And I I don't expect to hear anything from Tom Brady over the next little bit. I, I think that this is going to be it's not going to be a knee-jerk reaction. It's not going to be a quick reaction like it was last year. I think it's going to be a long, drawn-out. And we may not know until I don't I the middle of spring. I I don't know. I mean, I I don't think that this is going to be something that we're going to have any inkling on what he wants to do. He may disappear for a while. Or he may have already made up his mind and said, "Hey, I'm I you know, I'm tired of getting hit." I'm 45, and I'm heading to the radio booth because I've got a big fat check waiting on me there. So, I mean, he has plenty of options. Um, and he, you know, you said yesterday you feel like he plays till he's 50. He could. I, well, I mean, if you if you find the right place to land and you're not getting, you know, he's not getting pounded, I mean, he still has – he still makes the throws. He still has the ability. Yeah, his 334 passing yards last night put him at over 5,000 for the season. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that he has the ability to still play, even at the age of 45. And I don't think, you know, one year is going to – you know, or six months is going to change that. But he can't go to a team where he has to run for his life. Yeah, that's true. And I think another thing to consider here is he has absolutely nothing to prove. In this league he's no absolutely nothing no there's there's no doubt that you know he he's the best that's ever played the game longevity has something to do with that but he's also played at a very high level besides the longevity so i mean he, he he's got a, a ring for every finger so yeah I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal for every quarterback out there and he's he's achieved that seven times so the NFL playoffs are moving to the divisional rounds and Jacksonville after the unbelievable, remarkable, however you want to put it, comeback, finds themselves in Kansas City in the early game on Saturday, a 3.30 kickoff on NBC. 
Any thoughts on on that one right off the top? Um, I don't think there's much to say there. Uh, I I honestly does Jacksonville have a chance? No, I don't think so. Okay, that's fair enough. Giants and Philadelphia, the late game. Oh, by the way, the NFC East, the only conference to have three teams standing in the NFL playoffs. How about that? That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that one, that one's kind of tough because the Giants are playing really well right now, and of, of course the the Eagles haven't really been in full strength in the last month and a half, mm-hmm. and they they had an extra week of preparation and getting Jalen Hurts healthy. So there's a lot of factors to consider here, but I'll probably take Philly at home in this one. Got to take the home team, don't you? I think so. Cincinnati at Buffalo, 2 o'clock on Sunday. That's going to be kind of surreal, kind of yeah. weird. It's I, I don't, you know, it's it's just after that final game of the regular season being you know, put on the shelf and now these two meet in the playoffs. Have they, it's going to be a lot of emotion. It's going to be a neutral site, right? Uh, this is in Orchard Park in New York. The neutral site will be for the championship. championship. There you go. Oh man, I don't know. I, I I'd probably again taking the home team. I think I think the Buffalo Bills are probably playing more inspired football, and whew, yeah, I'll I'll take Buffalo home. Okay, we'll do we'll do our full pick. So you get you'll get a, a little time to think about that in yeah. case you waver. It sounds like you're wavering just a little bit. Yeah, that look, one. Cincinnati's playing as good or as uh, better than anybody else in the NFL right yes. now with Joe Burrow. Uh, and Cowboys at San Francisco, the late game at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. Uh, Cowboys trying to go for win number two on the road. Um, and oh, by the way, the last time they won a road game until last night. It was against the San Francisco 49ers, and the San Francisco 49ers bumped them out of the playoffs last year. So a lot of at least bulletin board material for the Dallas Cowboys uh, as they move on. Our CNC Collision Center text line question of the day, Tom Brady, does he ride off into the sunset, go to a radio booth, or does he end up on another team in the NFL, or does he stay right in Tampa Bay, or does he just – Go sip a pina colada on a beach somewhere and not worry about football at all next season. We'd love to hear from you uh, as well. Uh, other things happening in the sports world. How about Cliff Kingsbury? Do you think he coaches next year? Man, they're they're saying all those rumors that how he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. So. It's not a rumor. He's on a oh, beach oh, in Thailand, there. and he did buy a one-way ticket with his model girlfriend, <laughs> and he is hanging out on a beach. It sounds to me like Cliff Kingsbury has decided, well, I can just sit here and get paid for the next five years because he's signed the extension. Because he, he's still owed $20 million by Arizona. And, and it's a check that comes in every every month. It's a five-year deal. He didn't have to do anything for the next five years if he doesn't want to. Now, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury will be out of football for the next five years. No. But I don't I don't think he's going to push the envelope. I mean, sounds like he's pretty happy on a beach right now. Yeah. I That's, that's just <laughs> that's kind of awesome, really, if you think about it. So, Kingsbury 
not in any hurry. There was rumors that he would be the next head coach of the Houston Texans, but the Texans interviewed Sean Payton yesterday. Sean Payton's supposed to interview today as well with Carolina, uh, also with Arizona. So Payton may be back in the NFL sooner than later, or maybe he's just doing his due diligence to, to listen. I don't think that after last night's performance, there will be a seat in Dallas for Sean Payton because that was kind of the rumors that that was the job that he wanted. But I do believe the the hot seat is squarely off the backside of Mike McCarthy now after last night. Yeah, especially with how emphatically they won in Tampa last night. It was just a great coaching performance. Players executed the game game plan perfectly. It it felt nice. It was only the third time I've seen a Cowboys playoff win in my lifetime, so I'll take it. Wait, what? Yeah. That's the third playoff win I've ever seen. Really? And I loved it. The first road one I've ever seen. Oh. Okay. With that, we'll take the break. <laughs> uh, when we come back, Shehan J. Araja, he'll join us. We'll talk some uh, college football and some college hoots with Shehan as game time returns right after this on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone with the Cowboy Playoff Victory Report. I'm Christy Scales. Dak accounts for five touchdowns in Dallas's 31 to 14 win over the Bucks. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Dak Prescott threw four touchdown passes and ran for another in the Cowboys' 31-14 wildcard playoff win in Tampa over the Bucks. Rookie Tyler Smith hopes Dak's huge game finally silences the Dak critics. You know, there's a lot of stuff going around. You know, people people talk about, you know, that's the type of guy he is. And y'all seen it tonight, what type of what type of guy he is, the way he leads his team, the big plays he can make. And, like, you know, I, hats off to that guy, man. Last night was the first Cowboys road playoff win in 30 years. The reward, a trip to play San Francisco 49ers Sunday in the Bay Area. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big like umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five four. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. Wind blew her down the road. That's where she ran into the car. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. My house has a new. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Dak Prescott hit on 25 of 33 passes for four touchdowns in the 31-14 win over Tampa Bay. That moves the Cowboys into the divisional round of the playoffs against the 49ers next Sunday. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton is a hot commodity. He's currently considering the head coaching vacancies in Houston, Phoenix, Denver, and Carolina. Scott Drew and his basketball team are on the road at Texas Tech tonight. The Bears are trying to even their conference record at 3-3, three three, while the Red Raiders are still looking for their first conference win. The game tips off at 8 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. And in the NBA, the Rockets lost to the Lakers 140-132. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to game time online at CentexSportsFan.com. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White, Ryan Fox along with you here on this Tuesday morning. Joining us now, Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports. Shehan, how are we this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. TCU's Quentin Johnston out of Temple, Texas, has said he is going to go to the NFL. No surprise really there, is there, Shehan? And the way he played this year – is he the first wide receiver off the board in this year's draft? 
Yeah, I think he has a great chance to be so. There's going to be some competition. I think Jordan Addison from USC and also Jack Smith and Jigba from Ohio State are probably going to be his top competition. But I think that Quentin Johnston really projects well to the next level. Obviously, you know, his numbers were good. He had a thousand yard season. He had a, a huge game against Michigan, a couple huge games against Kansas and Oklahoma State. But I, I think he actually in some ways projects even better to the next level. Uh, you know, he's got a huge frame. Uh, he's a great route runner. He's very fast. He, he actually moves a lot quicker than what you think for his six foot four frame. And uh, I think that he's the kind of versatile receiver who has a chance to play either inside or outside at the next level. Do you think the run to the national championship helped him get to that point, or was he already on that trajectory to be a high draft pick even middle way through the season? Yeah, I think that he was always a first-round prospect, you know, even before the season. Uh, you know, a lot of NFL types really liked his potential and thought that he had a chance to be a first-round pick. But I, I think something that will really help him is, you know, for how talented he is, how good he is, uh, you know, I, I don't think that coming into this year he had the most film, you know, because of the way that TCU struggled offensively and struggled to get him the ball and kind of the, some of the strange situations that they put him in at times uh, in, in the, his first two years on campus. I, I think that uh, having this third year of film was huge. And I think that having that film that he has against Michigan is especially going to be big. Obviously, he had a big game against a really good defense. And, and I think that from that perspective, I think that uh, that having that film against Michigan and and certainly uh, during TC's run to 12 and 0 during the regular season, I think that's all going to help a whole lot. Jim Harbaugh has said he will return to Michigan in the 2023 season. Is that really a surprise? Did did the NFL really have a a place for Jim in your mind? Well, I think that the NFL definitely had a place for Jim. I mean, we got to remember, you know, Jim Harbaugh coached four years in the NFL and three years made the playoffs and two years made conference championship games and uh, and obviously made a Super Bowl. So, you know, he's, he's one of the more successful coaches that we've seen at the NFL level in a while. But I think that the reason that Jim Harbaugh probably doesn't have a, a future in the NFL is because, you know, think back to his time, of course, in uh, in San Francisco, the reason that he ultimately left that job and took the Michigan job. And, and you know, it was, it was sort of a mutual separation after uh, after a, a not that bad season. I believe they went eight and eight uh, was because there was such a power struggle in the front office. You know, Jim Harbaugh is a very difficult person at times to work with. And I think that when you look at him coming up to the NFL, I, I don't think he would have left for anything except for true full control at the next level. And it's just becoming more and more rare to see that at the NFL level. Obviously we see it. Uh, we see how it did and didn't work with, uh, with Matt rule in Carolina. You know, I think that it, it's going to be very rare, especially with a with a coach who's been out of the NFL for a little bit to get that kind of uh, unilateral control. So I, I think that that more than anything else is the reason that Jim Harbaugh didn't have a future in the NFL is because I, I think that there's very few franchises at this point that want to give him the kind of full control that he craves. And he certainly has the ability to, to do that in a different way as a college coach at Michigan than he does as an NFL coach. Staying with college coaches and Garrett Riley, former TCU offensive coordinator, been with Sonny Dyke since he was at SMU, has moved on to be the Clemson OC. It, did that take you back in any way? Or did you feel like the way that TCU 
made that run that there is going to be some poaching done? Well, I think what was interesting is that it is not necessarily that uh, that Garrett Riley was sought after for jobs, but I, I think one the fact that that uh, it lasted until after the championship game that he uh, I think that that surprised me a little bit. You know, sometimes with this stuff, it's about timing, right? Like I think that you know we I, I think that you look back at some of the the poachings of of the last couple off seasons and you know does uh does luke fickle leave cincinnati for a whip for wisconsin if he's playing in the conference championship game or does lincoln riley leave the way that he does for usc if they're playing in a major bowl game you know it's hard to say and so i think that uh, i think that that puts I, I think that the timing for sure made it interesting i thought that maybe tcu had uh had sort of been able to outlast their window by making it to the national championship game. But it's not a surprise at all to me that Garrett Riley was sought after. Uh, I think that, you know, for Clemson, it was a surprise to me that they opted to move on from Brandon Streeter as offensive coordinator. I mean, this is somebody who played quarterback for Clemson, has been in their organization for a long time, quarterback coach before uh, he, he took over as offensive coordinator. And Davis Winnie has been probably the most loyal coach to his assistants in college football. But I think it's a great move from their part. So they they obviously at Clemson have done such a great job of hiring assistants. They they have one of the better situations uh, in terms of team culture and staff culture and obviously compensation as well and freedom. Uh, you know, being an assistant coach at Clemson than almost anywhere else. So it's it's not a huge surprise to me one once you kind of say that that was an opportunity that Garrett Riley opted to take it. But it certain certainly was a surprise to see that kind of decision made this late in the process. Where does TCU go next? Yeah, I, I, so it really sounds like uh, like they potentially have narrowed down on Kendall Bryles from Arkansas as their next offensive coordinator. Um, you know, so so nothing's complete at this point. Uh, certainly, they're still doing their due diligence and they're still uh, looking at other candidates. But um, it, it looks like Kendall Bryles is probably going to be the move there. You know, Kendall has had. Uh, successful offenses at Arkansas, but but also you know some inconsistent uh, points as well. You know, especially during a 21 to 19 loss to Liberty was kind of a low point for them. So I, I think that uh, that ultimately you know for him the opportunity to get back into the state of Texas is probably uh, a positive in his mind. And so that seems to be where they're going right now. Certainly, um, you know I think that Seth Luttrell is is probably somebody that they're looking into. But uh, I, I think that at this point, uh, you know, especially after there's been already so much movement from a coordinator perspective, it looks like it's going to be Kendall Biles. You mentioned him a few minutes ago, but of all the coaches that made a move last year, and I'm talking head coaches, did Lincoln Riley have the best move of any head coach last year? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good question. I think that uh, – yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I, I think that that certainly when you look at what Lincoln Riley uh, left and, and what he kind of came to, I think that he's put himself in a very good position. Uh, you know, certainly USC recruits itself in a way that I think that Oklahoma just doesn't. I think that you have an upside at USC uh, that, that you don't potentially in this era at Oklahoma. And, and also, I do think it's very specific and significant that uh, I, I don't think Lincoln Riley wanted to to coach Oklahoma in the SEC. I think that um, I, I think that he sees that there is a more of a pathway 
to competing on the national level at USC than going in and having to compete with Alabama and Georgia in that kind of way at Oklahoma. Whereas at USC, obviously they're moving to the big 10, but it's kind of Ohio state and Michigan and, and you can pretty much outflank everybody else. So I think he definitely ended up in a good position. I think that also, uh, you know, Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, obviously reached the college football playoff multiple times, but Again, so when you go to LSU, I think that is, again, sort of a program that recruits itself in a unique way. And uh, Brian Kelly's weakness has always been as a recruiter. Obviously, he's not a bad recruiter, but certainly not at the level that you need to win a national championship. So I would also point is that as, as uh, Brian Kelly understanding maybe some of his weaknesses and trying to find a program that covers up some of those, uh, those issues. And so obviously we see in year one, he's able to beat Alabama in Baton Rouge for the first time since 2010 uh, LSU did and, and make it to, to the SEC championship game. So those two, I think probably stand apart in terms of uh, coaches who maybe improve their situation most. Jayhan, what are you working on for CBS sports? Yeah, a couple different things. So I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of looking in right now to uh, very early stages of looking into kind of how transfer portal recruiting is working. So, uh, you know, the, with how quick all of this is happening and with the 15 day window, I mean, it, things are moving at a rapid, rapid pace right now. So I'm very curious to see uh, how programs are, are kind of evaluating and making decisions on that. So uh, th- again, early stages. So it, it's going to be maybe a couple of days or weeks before that comes out, but, uh, but that's that's what I'm working on right now. Shahan Jay Raja, CBS Sports, with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Shahan, we appreciate the time. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for having me. There you go, Shahan Jay Raja and CBS Sports. Yeah, the transfer portal is uh, it's rampant. There's no doubt that it's being utilized by coaches across the country to to fill some holes. And it, I know that they're in the process of, of changing the transfer rules to try to limit it a little bit. but you need to call it the JT Daniels rule. <laughs> yes, that would be a good one. Uh, but right now it's, it, it's going to be a very high player. And as I've mentioned before, it, you know, it's kind of unfair to the incoming freshmen because there's not going to be as many spots on, on certain rosters because – Hey, I've got a hole to fill. I can go in the transfer portal and fill it right now instead of trying to wait and see if something pans out or not. I've got enough film on this guy and playing at the NCAA level that I can fill this hole right now. It's it's going to be interesting how they navigate that. From the CNC Collision Center text line, told you all the Cowboys would roll them. How about them Cowboys from the 254? Put a <laughs> smile on Ryan's face. Love that. Hey, I want to tell you about Morrison's Gift. If you're looking to give a gift for birthdays and anniversaries and holidays, well, that's all well and good, but giving her something just because is not expected, and that sometimes means more than anything. And since 1979, Morrison Gifts have been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas like John Hart leather goods and big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. And always there's free gift wrapping and Delivery is available at Morrison's Gift, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. 
And what Gundy loves to do, and he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Jana's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know I'm supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. Let's see how stupid that one sounds. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Dak Prescott hit on 25 of 33 passes for four touchdowns in the 31-14 win over Tampa Bay. That moves the Cowboys into the divisional round of the playoffs against the 49ers next Sunday. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton is a hot commodity. He's currently considering the head coaching vacancies in Houston, Phoenix, Denver, and Carolina. Scott Drew and his basketball team are on the road at Texas Tech tonight. The Bears are trying to even their conference record at 3-3, while the Red Raiders are still looking for their first conference win. The game tips off at 8 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. And in the NBA, the Rockets lost to the Lakers 140-132. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. It is 51 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. Worldwide's Ryan Fox along with you, Tom Barfield, out on a boat somewhere, floating around, snorkeling, whatever you do on those things. I don't know. <laughs> Cowboys get the win 31-14 to last night over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coming at the top of the hour, we'll talk to your boy Q. Q Myers will join us from Las Vegas as we'll talk a little bit of Raiders and NFL playoffs with your boy Q coming up at 8 o'clock. Also, we'll talk a little Red Raider basketball at the bottom of the hour. And Joe Trahan will join us to end the show today, and we'll talk more about the Cowboys' win in Tampa Bay last night. First road win in Ryan's lifetime for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) I can't believe it. Time now for Did You Know? And, Ryan, what is – what is the hidden topics for today? There's a lot. A very, very... Tuesday, January 17th is a very eventful day in our history ward. So we'll start uh, outside of the sports realm. Did you know that on this day in 1821, Moses Austin and 300 U.S. families first settled in Texas? Really? Really? All right. Hey, uh, was, that'd be, what, 202 years ago on this day. Very good math. Thank you. It's not my strong suit, though. And today is also Benjamin Franklin's birthday. He would have been 317 today if he lived that long. All right. What did he invent? He invented a bunch of stuff. But a cool fact, uh, he's a part of the International Swimming Hall of Fame. What? Yeah. He, apparently, he was a very big swimmer as a child. He actually, in, one of the things he invented was like these wooden hand paddles for swimming. Okay. I don't, I don't know if they keep you afloat or they just help your... Backstroke or something? I have no idea, but he did invent those. He invented a bunch of stuff. Bifocals. Bifocals. He invented that. What else did he invent? Um, I don't. I mean, there's quite a few things. A lot of stuff. Yeah. He did not invent electricity, by the way. He did not. No. That's he, a, that, he, that, that's just a. He proved the fact that lightning contained electricity. Yes. But he didn't invent electricity. Well, there you go. Benjamin Franklin, born this day 317 years ago in Boston, Massachusetts. Did you know that also is the anniversary of the last Cowboys playoff win at Candlestick Park in 1993 against the San Francisco 49ers? Quarterback? Uh, Troy Aikman. There you go. You had to wait on that? I had to think about it for a second. Come on, man. (laughs) Today is also, or did you know that today is also Muhammad Ali's birthday? Wow, he how would about have that? Born this day in 1942 in Louisville, Kentucky. Born Cassius Marcellus Clay Jr., mm-hmm. three-time heavyweight champion. He was also the first boxer to win the heavyweight title three times, ever. He was a, and I don't know if you knew this about him, or you probably did, light heavyweight gold medalist at the Olympics. Olympics, yeah. Sports Illustrated's greatest heavyweight boxer of all time and greatest athlete from the 20th century, and he also earned the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2005. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali would have been 81 today. It's back when the ABC Wild World of Sports was worth watching on Saturday afternoons because they would have Ali Frazier fights. Uh, back it, when boxing was down goes Frazier more relevant than it. Well, I, look, I don't mean to say that it was more relevant for me, and maybe more um, accessible for everybody 
Yeah. When you had the great heavyweights. A lot of the big fights are all on pay-per-view and stuff now. So. Yeah, but I mean, is there really a great heavyweight now? I mean, I don't know enough about boxing now because they're just yeah, not I, on the front lines. Like, look, Muhammad Ali was a household name. Oh, yeah. Joe Frazier was a household name. Mike Tyson was a household name. George Foreman. For more reasons than one. But <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, and boxing just hasn't had that in, in a while mm-hmm. as far as heavyweights, and that's you know, what everybody wanted to see was the big heavyweight in the ring. Yeah, it seems like UFC has taken over as well. A lot, a lot of my friends are more MMA fans than they are boxing fans. But I'll, I'll not wa- watching that. I'll, I'll, I'll like UFC, but I'll watch box. I'm a big, I like combat sports, so I'll watch. Okay. That's a big reason why I'm a wrestling fan. Wrestling. <laughs> and also, did you know that today is Al Capone's birthday? Really? Al Capone would have turned 124 today. And it's also a lot of celebrity birthdays today. Betty White uh-huh. would turn 101 today. And also, Mr. Myrtle and Darth Vader himself, James Earl Jones, turns 92 today. How about that? James Earl Jones. Jim Carrey turns 61 today. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite actors. Best movie role for him? The best? Yeah. One of your favorites. You got to have a favorite a- role. Ace Ventura. Ace? All right. Ace Ventura. I love that movie. Today is also former First Lady Michelle Obama's 59th birthday. All right. And former NBA player Dwayne Waite's 41st birthday. There you go. There's Did You Know here on this Tuesday. And uh, Cowboys get the win. Corey Pitts says, uh, tell Q I'm about to get on a plane head to Vegas. Why aren't you taking me with you, Corey? I'll go to Vegas. I went, we, we could do the show from there. I've only been there Once? Once. Saw a Raiders game. You went to Vegas and saw a Raiders game? I did. So you've been recently. It was in, yeah, November 21. I actually saw the Bengals play that year before they went to the Super Bowl, so I saw a Super Bowl team play in person. That was How about cool. that? All right. It was awesome. Hey, kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New Sales event at Allen Samuels. Start your year off with incredible savings like 2.9% for 72 months and 2020 Ram. 1,500 crew cabs, all trim levels, Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited, or get values up to $3,750 on Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stay right there. Coming up, Q Myers, your boy Q from Las Vegas. We'll talk Raiders and NFL with Q right after this on Game Time. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat from Lubbock, where tonight Baylor men's basketball is back in action against the Red Raiders. Give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Drop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish Sales Event on you 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram Trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. 
Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back from Lubbock, where Baylor basketball is in action tonight against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. The Bears back in the top 25 poll this week at number 21. Just a one-week absence from the poll, but back-to-back wins last week on the road over West Virginia, at home over Oklahoma State, as the Bears riding a two-game winning streak in league play, taking on the Red Raiders tonight. Here's Baylor head coach Scott Drew. Yeah, like those streaks, uh, winning streaks, I should say. Uh, so um, very tough to uh, keep momentum in the Big 12. Uh, you, you, as you know, every place you play is so tough. And uh, last year, uh, uh, Texas Tech swept us. So uh, um, uh, hopefully we can uh, play better here. Had uh, Both games were uh, up for grabs in the last couple minutes and uh, went their way. And uh, um, we need to uh, do everything we can to uh, put ourselves in that position and then finish it off this year. Scott Drew and the Bears taking on Texas Tech this evening inside United Supermarkets Arena. Baylor at 12-5 on the season. They are 2-3 in Big 12 conference play, playing a Tech team that is 10-7. They are 0-5 in the Big 12. The game tonight on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on ESPNU. And Baylor women's basketball back in action tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, hosting Kansas State. The Baylor women fell out of the top 25 poll yesterday for the first time since January 5th, 2004, a span of 365 consecutive polls before falling to unranked just yesterday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back. Hour number two of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Warren Wyatt and Ryan Fox along with you. Tom Barfield out on, floating on a boat somewhere, and uh, he'll be out all week long, and we'll hold the – Fort down here. Joining us now, as promised, it is your boy Q, Q Myers from ESPN Las Vegas. Q, how are we doing this morning? Man, we're doing good, Ward. You know, it, it takes you to get me up early in the morning, brother, to jump <laughs> on the radio. Only you could get me out of bed early to jump on the radio, but for you, I'll do it. <laughs> Man, it's so good to hear your voice on our airwaves, and we've been hearing you on ESPN National and also 
with your Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, but man, it's good to good to have you, and I'm glad I was able to coax you. I do owe you big time, and and you know I will pay up. I promise that I'll do that for you as well. But man, what a year in the NFL, and for the Las Vegas Raiders. Last night we saw Tom Brady get uh, beat by the Dallas Cowboys. There's been rumors that that'll put him to ride off into the sunset. I've seen a lot of rumors and memes with him in a Las Vegas Raiders uniform. Q, is there any truth, a guy that has more information and his pulse on the Raiders better than anybody in the country, is that a possibility that Tom Brady will be the quarterback in Las Vegas next football season? Man, that's a really good question, Ward. And, you know, we're always prisoners of the last thing we saw, right? And so when I saw Monday Night Football, I looked like, you know, I, I looked like seeing Tom Brady was, was me and you standing outside of the radio station throwing the ball back and forth, right? <laughs> it didn't it didn't look very good. And, and we've been there, done that. So what I saw, what I wasn't very impressed with, but I realized that you can't judge somebody off of one game, good or bad. So I think that there's a lot of interest, I really do, on the part of the Raiders. And honestly, I think there's more interest from the, the owner's perspective, from Mark Davis's perspective, than there is even from the coaching staff, right? I think that the Mark Davis really would like to have Tom Brady, really wanted him a few years ago. John Gruden said no to that, decided not to do it, so Mark Davis backed off. I think that MD really wants to see Brady here in Vegas, but, man, I just don't know, right? I mean, I know that, that Tom Brady has defied all odds forever. I get it. Uh, I know Father Time is undefeated as well. And at some point, that, that the ball's going to drop. And it looked like, as he threw the ball 66 times on Monday Night Football, that there were some throws that you saw, you're like, wow, that was fantastic. And then there were some throws where it's like, yep, that's cute, trying to throw the ball over the roof. It doesn't really work too well, <laughs> right? I mean, it just it didn't look great very for, for a consistent amount of time, so that concerns me. But I do believe the, the reports that there's a lot of interest on the part of the Raiders in Brady. Well, as good as he is, and, and let's make no mistake about it, he is the GOAT. He's the best that's ever played. Part of that in due to what he's done in the past. Part of that in due to longevity, let's face it. I mean, you stay there that long and, and you have some success, that's going to give you that title. But him going to Las Vegas at this point in his career, is it more of a dog and pony show and a disservice to the Raiders where they're at right now trying to build that franchise? I mean, I kind of think it would be. I honestly believe that it would be, you know, almost a disservice to him in his career because, look, if Brady continues to play, and that's a big if, no one really knows, he's only going to play somewhere where he thinks that he can win. At least that's my my uh, understanding is that he only thinks he's going to uh, win. That's why he's going to go play. He's not going to go to some place that he feels like there's a rebuild. I don't know how much of the Raiders you saw this year. Their offensive line is suspect, and their defense is terrible. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they need to do a lot to give Brady an even opportunity. So, uh, you know, it, it almost feels like it'd be one of those situations because we all know the Super Bowl is going to be here in Vegas next year. So it almost feels like one of those, like you said, dog and pony shows where it's like, oh, hey, Tom Brady's here. Hey, he's going to lead the Raiders to the Super Bowl and they're going to host the Super Bowl like he did when he went to Tampa Bay. That's all sounds great right now on January 17th. It all looks good on paper. But, man, that is a tall task to ask, especially when there's a lot of questions on the offensive line, a lot of questions on the defense. Now, what the Raiders have going for them, they have a number one wide receiver in uh, Devontae Adams. They have a really good running back, led the league in rushing in Josh Jacobs. I expect him to be re-signed. They also have a really good tight end in Darren Wallace. So the pieces offensively are there if you can 
fix the offensive line and you can fix the defense. But that's a lot of fixing to do quick, fast, and in a hurry to get her turned around in coming up season. Well, they're more than a quarterback away from being yeah. a Super Bowl contender is what you're saying. And just sliding in Tom Brady doesn't change that. No, no, not at all. And so that's my big concern. Again, if he were to sign with the Raiders, everyone's expectations are, okay, here they go. They're going to make a playoff run. They're going to win right now. You're not, like I said, you're not signing Tom Brady for years of service. I mean, you're signing them for what, maybe one to two years max, and that's it. So then you've got to come up with a solution. So I, I almost feel like it's, and look, we're in Las Vegas, so there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of shows, and there's a lot of like Coach Stewart would say, a lot of magic tricks that go on here in the city of Las Vegas. So you know, I, I can see them trying to do that, and maybe having a you know a, a side show like Illusion on the Las Vegas Strip. I can see that happening, but uh, right now, man, I'm not too confident in the Brady plan. I don't know exactly what the plan is. They need a quarterback bad. There's only a few veterans that I can see them possibly getting, Brady being one of them, Jimmy G being the other, and I'm not too thrilled about either one of those, especially Jimmy G. I mean, he's injury-prone, so you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Ability is availability. So uh, I could see them maybe going in that direction because Josh McDaniels is comfortable with them and knows them. But, man, I mean, that's that's. They, I'm glad I'm not in the front office got to make that call because it looks like it's a tough decision about to be made. Q Myers along with us, your boy Q here on ESPN Central Texas and host of ESPN National, uh, Locked On Raiders, ESPN Las Vegas. He's got many hats he wears. For the NFL, Q, last night the Dallas Cowboys get their first win in 30 years on the road in a playoff, taking down Tom Brady, who we've been talking about. Does that change the perception completely on Dak Prescott and what he's able to do, or is that just one game? Well, I'll tell you what, man, it sure changed everything a lot, right? I mean, everything we've been talking about with Dak the last few weeks is, man, what's wrong with him? He's turning the ball over. He's forcing the ball. Doesn't look too good. Uh, all the storylines, it's so funny, Ward, because, I mean, we've been covering the Cowboys for a long time. All the storylines were set up for the Cowboys to fail on Monday night. And I kept telling everyone, like, it would be so Cowboy-like for them to go into Tampa Bay and just beat the brakes off the off the Buccaneers and then look around and say, did you ever have a question? Was there ever a cool question? You know that the Cowboys are the better team. And then you look around and see what they did on Monday night, and it was almost like, yeah, of course they did that. Now, they'll have a bigger test going to San Francisco to play the 49ers and that strong defense. But, I mean, again, I don't like to be a prisoner of the moment one way or the other, good or bad, based off of one game. But Dak looked a whole hell of a lot better than he's looked in the last, what, month and a half? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he looked a lot better, a lot more comfortable. Looked like he had a little edge to him, a little something in his neck where he's like, you know what, you want to keep talking about us? Okay, let me go ahead and show you what I got. Now, I will say my one big concern is obviously the kicker. Uh, who knows what in the hell? <laughs> I know, hey, man, I know you and your special teams chops. Maybe you need to get out there with Brett Maher and be like, look, dude. The uh, uprights, kick the ball through the uprights. That's all we need you to do is do your job. I, I don't know what the deal is. That was a concern, and that's going to be needed going down the stretch uh, in the playoffs. Well, one thing that I said leading up to this ball game is Kellen Moore has got to keep it simple, stupid. And if he does that, the Cowboys have a chance. Last night, he kept it in between the lines. He didn't try to color outside the lines too much. I think that helped Dak Prescott. I do, too, but you know what? I was concerned, man. The first three plays for the Cowboys were pass, 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 and I was like, here we go again. Here we go. They're going to try to throw the ball all over the yard all night long. So I'm glad that they settled in and was allowed, you know, allowed Pollard and Zeke to do what they do. Uh, I still think that's the best recipe for the Cowboys is play solid defense, have a solid run game, and let Dak do what he does. I don't think Dak has to be Superman. Uh, but luckily, they got on top of the, the Buccaneers pretty early, and they made Tom Brady try to be Superman. He threw the ball 66 times. Yeah, who does 66? that? 66. 
That's ridiculous. Like that dude's arm today. He's like, hell, if I was thinking about playing, I can't even make that decision until next year now because my arm is all like rubber. I mean, he threw the ball 66 times. That's, that should never happen, but that's a whole other conversation. So, yeah, I think Kellen Moore did probably one of his better coaching jobs on Monday night because I, I thought he was going to be the necessary evil that was going to, you know, that was going to mess up the Cowboys moving forward. Your boy Q with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk NFL playoffs moving forward, divisional rounds. And it was Jacksonville with a remarkable comeback after throwing four interceptions in the first half. They're able to come back and get the win. Now they face Patrick Mahomes. You can't spot Patrick Mahomes like that, can you? No, not at all. And, you know, it's funny. I was doing some uh, radio on Saturday night when Jacksonville was playing the Chargers. So live, I'm on the radio while this game is going on. And, man, what an amazing comeback. And so, hey, here's your here's your reward for that great comeback. You get the Chiefs. Oh, and Arrowhead, by the way. So, yeah, I think Jacksonville's run comes to an end uh, this upcoming weekend. But, I mean, you got to give them and Doug Peterson and, and Trevor Lawrence a ton of credit for being able to, you know, in the first year under Doug Peterson, get to the second round of the playoffs and have that heck of a comeback against the Chargers. I think Jacksonville's headed in the right direction, but I think that their run ends this week with, with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because they look really good, and that's without Tyreek Hill. You know, we all thought, oh, they don't have Tyreek Hill. Maybe they'll take a step back. Yeah, sounds good. They didn't take <laughs> a step back at all. They're just fine. They're, they're cooking with grease. They're doing good. Well, if nothing else, for Trevor Lawrence to be able to come overcome what he did there in that first half and stay within yeah. himself, I think he grew up quite a bit as a quarterback. And you're right, them moving forward even after this playoff run has certainly made them a better football team. Uh, in the NFC East, they've got three teams in with the Cowboys winning last night, but New York at Philadelphia. And we all know the problem in Philadelphia is Jalen Hurts hasn't been underneath center as much as they would like him to be but the Giants with a huge win over the Vikings and now those two face each other can can Daniel Jones keep it going against the Eagles I don't know man I mean similar to what Doug Peterson has done with the Jaguars I love what Brian Dayball has done with the Giants I really have because he went in there and he took the, the basically the talent that was there I said okay this is what I got to work with. All right, let me make it work. And he did. You got to give him a lot of credit. But the Eagles are so stinking talented. Uh, you know that I've been pounding the table for Jalen Hurts for a very long time since he was back at Alabama. So I'm very happy for him. I hate that he missed the end of the season. I thought he could be the league MVP. Now I know he won't be. He'll be Patrick Mahomes. But I like what they got going on in Philly, man. I really do. I think the Philly's going to win this game. But Brian Dayball is going to leave it all out there on the field. Man, that dude is the coach's coach. That is a guy that... Man, he, he gives his team confidence. He gives them life. Uh, the Giants are headed in the right direction. And it's funny, I haven't said that in years, but uh, here we go, right? I mean, again, and so it's funny. We talked about the Raiders to start things off. Brian Dayball goes in with, you know, so-so talent and gets them to the second round of the playoffs. The Raiders have up, up and upper-end talent, you know, with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, you know, Derek Carr at the time. And, well, they win six games. So uh, I think there's a lot of pressure on Coach McDaniels uh, based off what one-year coaches are doing, like Brian Dayball and Coach McDaniel in, in Miami and Coach, Coach O'Connell in uh, Minnesota. I mean, man, oh, man. But I think that run comes to the end for the Giants. I think the Eagles are going to get the dub. And an emotional game coming up on Sunday as Cincinnati travels to Buffalo. How emotional do you think that this football game is going to be? Man, this is going to be the game to watch, isn't it? I mean, there's so much emotions going to be riding on this one. Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, reliving just a few weeks ago what we saw on Monday Night Football with Lamar Hamlet. And so, uh, yeah, I think Buffalo, the city, is going to be emotional. The Bengals on the other side are going to be emotional. This is going to be a hell of a game. I mean, this, you know, we always see a game that's more exciting than the big game. You know, it's like, oh, man, 
that was the big game, but actually the week before was the best game. I think that this game is going to be just one of those just drag out, knock down, emotional fest on both ends. I have no idea who's going to win this one. I honestly believe Cincinnati's probably the better team uh, than Buffalo, and Josh Allen turns the ball over a little bit too much for me, but they're playing in Buffalo. They've got a lot of emotions right on this side. Who knows, man? This game's a toss-up for me, but this will be the most exciting one I'm looking forward to on Sunday. And then finishing off with the Cowboys and the 49ers. 49ers knocked the Cowboys out last year in the wild card round. Cowboys get their first win on the road in 30 years. Can they replicate that and get number two against the 49ers? Oh, by the way, that was the last win until last night against the 49ers in San Francisco. Right, exactly. And you, you feel like the Brock Purdy – you know, sensations has got to run out at some point, right? You yeah. feel like he's going to end up being a seventh-round pick at some point. I don't know when, right? I mean, and they have that <laughs> defense that's really good. They have the run game. Christian McCaffrey, that trade they made for C-Mac was fantastic. So that's really helped him out a lot. But, I mean, based off what the Cowboys just did Monday night, why not? Why not just keep that thing rolling? Why make me one and done? You know, let Dak go ahead and, and ride that out. They've got a defense that can match. So I think if there's one team that's going to make it tough on Brock Purdy, it could be the Cowboys because of their defense. So I'm going to ride with Dan Quinn and the Cowboys on this one. Now that they got over the hump, why not go ahead and, and make it happen? I know they're going on the road, but it's Santa Clara. It's great America. There's an amusement <laughs> park in the parking lot. Like, come on. It ain't it ain't old Candlestick Park where it's cold. And it's a, I mean, there's an amusement park there. So, yeah, that that's they'll be fine there. I think the Cowboys will get it done, man. It's a short week for them, but you know what? I got a lot of confidence in them. I'm going to ride those Cowboys. How about that? All right. And now I'm not going to ask you who wins the Super Bowl, but I'll ask you your two picks to compete in the Super Bowl. Oh, man, that's tough. How about how about we roll with the Eagles and the Chiefs? How All about right. we do that? Fair that'll, enough. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be the two teams I pick, and that means that they're destined not to be there. So if you're an Eagle fan or a Chief fan, I just gave you the kiss of death. Because <laughs> I picked you on January 17th. But, hey, it is what it is. I'll tell you what, man, I'll be in Arizona for the Super Bowl. So if you need me at any point, man, any uh, you, need a, you need a guy to give you some, some uh, conversation from the Super Bowl, I'll be your guy. Your boy Q with us here on ESPN Central Texas and from the CNC Collision Center text line from Corey. Great hearing that guy's voice on the radio. And tell Q I'm heading to Vegas here before long, so he'll probably look you up. Look out, Q. Corey's coming to town. Uh, you guys should have a good time. He's at your boy Q254. He is the host of Locked On Raiders. He is the host of ESPN Las Vegas. He is the host of ESPN National, and he is with us here on Game Time Q. Thank you so much for getting up early in the morning out in Las Vegas. I certainly do appreciate it, man. Love you and miss you. Hey, man, love you too. Anytime Ward White calls, you know I got I to gotta answer that phone, brother. I got you. There he goes. Your boy Q here with us on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. Stephanie Sports Talk is next. On game time. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lubbock to take on the Red Raiders Tuesday night. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's an 8 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor Tech Big 12 basketball. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long. Here on the home of Baylor Bear basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. 
we're your team. APY's annual percentage yield, eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our CNC Collision Center text line question of the day. Will Tom Brady be with Tampa Bay? Will Tom Brady ride off into the sunset? Will Tom Brady end up in Las Vegas? Or with another team? We just heard from your boy Q saying that Maybe not Vegas. May not be a good idea because they're more than a quarterback away, but there's certainly some traction there for Tom Brady heading to Las Vegas. It is time for Stephanie Sports Talk. And Stephanie, mm. with the wide world of sports, what mm. do you have for us today? Well, first, 
Ryan, I guess we're going to Waffle House. <laughs> Ryan's very, Lost very happy. Lost that one. Lost that one. You're going to enjoy it. Why are you? Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> what are you scared of? Have you seen like those videos on YouTube where, you know, there's fights going on yeah, in the di- walls? Dinner and a but show. You don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't go at 3 a.m. Well, I'm not going at 3 a.m., but even if I go at 7 a.m. or 10 a.m., there's always something going down at the Waffle House. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, in fact, I was texting uh, Ward last night, Ryan. I was like, oh, Tampa better step it up. I am not going to the Waffle House. She was. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And then, you know, I don't know. Poor Brady. So what are you going to have? Waffles? I'm sure not having no grease. Well, I don't know. How do they make their waffles? With grease, right? With waffle batter? In grease? Like, well, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like you. Grease probably gets in there at some point. Oh, God. Oh. Waffles are good. Yes, they are. I'll be, I'll be checking myself into the hospital after the waffle. From a waffle? No, I'll probably have a waffle. I could have toast. Just plain toast, because that comes out of a toaster. But there's you, probably grease in the toaster. Probably. You, you cannot go to the Waffle House and have <laughs> toast. What's wrong <laughs> with you? I don't know. I'm just scared, but I lost a bet. But on another note, mm-hmm. I think I think Brady's going to stay at Tampa. You do? Really? Yeah. No way. No. Maybe. No yeah. way he's back in Tampa. He'll either be in a radio booth or in some other uniform. He should be in a radio booth. Dude, you're like almost 60. He was 45. I know. That's almost 60. No, no, it's not. <laughs> In football years, it is. I'm just like, give it up. Anyways, football, football, football. Guess what I found? Uh, football? Well, football, <laughs> yes. But do you know that right now the World Cup of handball is going on? <laughs> For real. What are they up against a high rise. Listen, I thought it was like in the movies, like, you know, when it's going down in the Bronx with your buddies and you're hitting the ball with your hand up against the wall. Well, yeah, that's what it is. No, it's not. That's right. what that's wall ball. This well, they used to call it when I was like watching movies, handball, right? It, well, we used to play handball up against the school. Yes. It's not it. It's like soccer. The ball you have two um mm-hmm. goalies. Wait just, a minute. Look it up. And you can dribble the ball, you can yep. pass the ball, but you can only have the ball in your possession for three seconds at a time. Yep. Now. Come on. Look it up. I was like, we, wait a minute. We played that at a gym in a elementary school. That was fun. Well, it's a thing. And let me tell you. It's fun. It's it is going thing. on right now, the World Cup in Sweden and Poland. So it goes from now till the 29th. So process of elimination just like the world cup soccer well there's 32 teams that have entered and right now spain france sweden are leading the pack now here are the countries it looks like an indoor soccer field exactly uh, indoor soccer field but you can't kick it you can only pass it and you can only have possession of the and ball it's packed look it's, at all the people i it's know the world cup it's man. a world cup it is the craziest thing who knew that that's what you call a handball i would have called it i don't know Something, but not handball. Hand but soccer. Hand soccer, maybe. But you can't, um, so you can dribble it. You can't double dribble, just like in basketball. Um, you can run with the ball three steps max. Okay, now, if I had to count to three would, with the you, ball, I wouldn't make you'd it. You'd be violating the I'd rules. Be, I'd be kicked out or something. 
Um, so it's the same, kind of the same rules, a little bit of soccer, a little bit of basketball, you know, out Except of bounds. Except you don't bounds. use your feet, you use your hands. Use your hands. It's crazy. And look at all the people that are there. Now listen who to you. Who knew? Now the United States does not have a team in the World Cup right now. I don't know why. I don't need, I couldn't even find an is handball there a, association. Is there, is there an Olympic sport to this? Is this I an Olympic sport? I couldn't find one. I don't one. think it is. I I we would have heard one. about it if it was an Olympic sport. I would sport. think so, but this is going on over the ocean, like 100 miles away or more. Is, is well, yeah, in Germany, it's 100 <laughs> miles away or more. Was there a Team USA and they just didn't qualify, or is there not a Team USA I at could all? Not, I could not find a USA association, but um, I was just thrown away by watching the videos. Like, wow. And it's fast. It's fast moving. So, Okay, they, it was part of the Summer Olympics in what year? Program in 1936. It was demonstrated at 1952 Summer Olympics, and it returned to the Summer Olympic Games in 1972. But is huh. it still in the Olympics? Well, I don't. Because I couldn't find I, that. I it guess was. it is because it doesn't say that it's it's not. Team USA does have a handball team, and oh, they they, do. they got a big time matchup today. IHF Men's World Championship. They're taking on Team Egypt today. Team Egypt. Go USA. How about so, that? So we can cheer okay, for Okay, so today. I guess, I, okay, so I guess they are at the World Cup. So well, I, th- Yeah, that would be, since yeah. they're playing Egypt today, yeah. <laughs> okay, so in their group. Good okay, guess. Yeah, so they have like all these different groups, right? So in the first group that played process of elimination is Spain, Iran, Chile, and Montenegro? Montenegro? I don't even know where that is. I've never even heard of that country. I thought it was a city. The country, Ryan. Uh. Slovenia, Poland, Saudi Arabia, and France. France is winning in that one, in that division. Did you say Slovenia? 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 Slovenia, that's it. Looks yeah. like a T, but it's not. Where is that? Is that by Poland? Uh, it's in Europe. Oh, you see, you don't know where it is either. You just that's, know it's that's 100 where, miles that's where, away. That's where Luka Doncic is from. Who? <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa. Who, what? Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic? What's he play? <laughs> Doncic? Oh, I don't know. Dallas Mavericks? Oh. Yeah, I'm not into basketball. What? <laughs> oh, my god! But you're into handball. This is cool, though. Not as cool as basketball. I guess I got to watch basketball. Get you got up. You got to see uh, Luka Doncic's play. Okay. You got to go the, to the Waffle House is what you got. <laughs> we'll go to Waffle House, then we'll go to a Mavs game. Oh, awesome. So excited. Anyways, the next group was Sweden, Brazil, <laughs> Cape Verde, and Uruguay. So, I mean, Ireland, Hungary, Portugal, South Korea has a team. Germany, Serbia, Qatar. Isn't that where the World Cup was, just Qatar? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And Algeria, Norway, the Netherlands, Argentina, Macedonia. I know that's like by Israel or something. And then Egypt, Croatia, USA, and Monaco. There you go. go. But it's a thing. Look it up. And who knew? Who knew? Team USA. There's big a World Cup for handball. Big matchup. There's today. a Olympic sport for. Handball. I know. So we've got the. So that's going to be considered what a summer sport, right? So it's coming in 2024 into Paris. Mm-hmm. I want to see how much coverage it gets because I don't remember any coverage. Well, it's on not going to get much because we've never seen it before. I didn't know this game existed. Exactly, but yeah. they should get something. Look at all the people that are going. I knew it existed because I played it in. Elementary school gym, but I didn't know it was a professional sport. It's a professional sport. It's a now, thing. wait a minute. It's not a professional sport. Well, if it's a World Cup, does that make you a professional or doesn't it? I don't, I don't know. 
That's a good question. Olympic Games are amateurs only. I mean, to me, a professional, you're I'm getting supposedly. paid. Supposedly. Supposedly, but that's what they say. Look at the dream team. They were professionals. I know. It's changed. They changed the rules. I'd be changing the rules too. But um it's I Grumpy mean the old fan says handball venues in Sweden and uh Poland are more than a hundred miles apart. There is beach uh beach handball as well. Huh. If there's grease in a toaster, maybe Stephanie should stop buttering her bread before it goes in the toaster. Ha 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 ha. Who said that? Grumpy old fan. Grumpy old fan. Thanks now. Fantastic. Love it. Anyways, there is your sports talk from Steph today. And um, I don't know. Do you know you could buy a ticket right now for $35 if you wanted to go to see one of those to what? matches? To the handball, to the World Cup. I think it costs you more than $35 to get there. Well, <laughs> Well, for the ticket itself. For the ticket itself, though, it's only thirty. But, 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 but a what flight good to, is that going to do you? But a flight to Sweden. You got to. We could take a boat. Pack it on the wall. We could take a boat. <laughs> take a boat. You can't take a boat to Sweden. Why not? It's landlocked. Well, you could take the boat across the water and then take a. A hundred miles or, or more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't swimming. I can tell you that. <laughs> Go find me that seventy-seven-year-old grandma and take me across. Oh, oh goodness! Anyways, y'all have a great day, and um, we'll see what the Cowboys do. Right? I yeah. don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't know. All right. Thank All right. you, Stephanie. All right. Bye. Coming up next, we will talk Texas Tech Red Raider basketball and the Baylor Bears. They match up tonight in Lubbock. That's next on Game Time. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I think yeah, you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Dak Prescott hit on 25 of 33 passes for four touchdowns in the 31-14 win over Tampa Bay. That moves the Cowboys into the divisional round of the playoffs against the 49ers next Sunday. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton is a hot commodity. He's currently considering the head coaching vacancies in Houston, Phoenix, Denver, and Carolina. Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh has decided to stay with the Wolverines. He had considered the NFL head coaching jobs with the Broncos and Panthers. Scott Drew and his basketball team are on the road at Texas Tech tonight. The Bears are trying to even their conference record at 3-3, while the Red Raiders are still looking for their first conference win. The game tips off at 8 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Ryan Fox along with you here on this Tuesday morning. And joining us now from RedRaiderSports.com in Lubbock is Justin Apodaca. And Justin, a big matchup tonight in the United uh, Spirit Arena as the Baylor Bears come to town facing the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And Mark Adams and his team looking for their first Big 12 win of the 2022-2023 season. And right now for Mark Adams in this Red Raider basketball team, what seems to be the holdout? Well, I mean, they're playing they're playing hard, and that was a problem earlier in the season. I mean, they, they got blown out in, in, Iowa, in Ames against Iowa State, and um, they look better against Texas, but it's just it's not come together yet. And if you haven't come together yet, it's mid-January, you're in trouble. When you look at this Red Raider basketball team, is it the offense is struggling? Is it defense that seems to be the problem? Are they turning the ball over? Where where is the where is the snag right now for Mark Adams in this basketball team? Well, on New Year's Eve um, in Fort Worth against TCU, the Red Raiders turned the ball over 15 times in the second half. Eight of those coming in the final five minutes of the game. Um, they had a 12-point lead at one point in that game, and they ended up losing that game, obviously. Um, it's something that's bit them all year, the turnovers, and it's made the offense look worse because it seems like they don't have a go-to guy on the offensive end. For the Red Raiders coming up tonight against the Baylor Bears, and both teams looking to get back on track, and, and Baylor kind of getting into that rhythm now. 
playing much better defense, but for the Red Raiders being at home, does that help them in front of their home crowd tonight? Obviously. I mean, this, the atmosphere that the students bring and the atmosphere that the arena has, especially over the last five, six years, has been excellent. And um, I expect another great crowd tonight. I think it's a whiteout for this the stadium. And I think so. It's, it'll be a good atmosphere, just like it was last year. Justin, when you look at this Texas Red Raider, uh, Texas Tech Red Raider basketball team right now at 0-5, is this a must-win against the Baylor Bears tonight? I mean, it felt like it was a must-win for the Red Raiders in Austin on Saturday. So, if you drop that one, it feels like this one's even bigger. Um, you got to get on track. You got to get one. I don't know if there's ever been a team that's gone gone to the tournament after starting 0-6 in Big 12 play. So. At what, need this one. at what point, Justin, do Red Raider fans start reaching for that panic button? I think it's already been pressed by a lot of folks. Um, I think it was pressed pretty much the, by the third loss, and especially by the the loss of Ames. That loss was bad. I mean, they lost by almost 30 points, and the effort just wasn't there. But they bounced back in, on Saturday against Austin. Um, you got the return of Fardaz Amac. I mean, you not the return the the entrance of him because he's missed the whole season with his foot injury, the transfer from Utah Valley. But, um, yeah, I mean, you need this one. Well, collapsing like they did against Texas, that certainly doesn't help your cause because it looked like that they might be able to pull one out and, and get that road win. But collapsing at the last minute, is, is there a lot of talk about Mark Adams not being the guy now? There's been some, some smoke around that, but – I think that you you can't move on from him after what he did last year this quickly. I, I think the seat's gotten hotter than it was in I don't know than it was in March of last year or even even a few months ago before the season started. Um, it's just been a weird start for these guys. They they haven't come together. Why is that? Do you feel? Well, I. I, like I said before, I think it's because they don't have a true go-to guy on the offensive end. Um, you're seeing Pop Isaacs, the freshman, kind of develop into that, but he's a freshman. He's a guard. He's a short guard in this league. So it's it's tough to – you can't just feed him the ball in the post and tell him to go to work like you did with Bryson Williams last year. Um, so on, on the offensive end, that's that's the problem. And then on the defensive end, you're, you're – not as good as you have grown to be accustomed to be here. Um, I think you're at about 30 in Ken Palm on the defensive end. Um, when that's, I think you're too short to play the defense that you're playing. I mean, especially when you're playing Davion Harmon and Pop Isaacs who are both 6'2 or shorter at the guard positions. You don't have that, the length to help you on the defensive end like you do this year or did this, like you did last year. Defense travels in uh, basketball, and certainly the Baylor Bears bring that defense to the table. How do you feel like this is going to go tonight in Lubbock? I think it'll be a tight. I think it'll be another another close game for the Red Raiders, and, and one that they might, they should be able to take, especially on their home floor. But with the way things are going right now, and with how well Kathy George is playing, I, I think that the Baylor Bears will will find a way to get one on the road. John, uh, Justin Apodaca with us here from RedRaiderSports.com. Justin, we appreciate the time and the insights on the Red Raider basketball tonight. 8 o'clock tip 
uh, from the United Center in Lubbock. Justin, thanks for the time. Have a great afternoon and enjoy the game tonight. Thank you all. There he goes, Justin Ampadaka with the Red Raiders and the Baylor Bears. You can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. And, Ryan, big game for the Bears, too, hitting the road, going up to Lubbock. Lubbock Tech, a team that's struggling right now. And Baylor starting to find their footing in the Big 12 a little bit, now going to 2-3. and three. It's a big game for the Bears tonight. Yeah, absolutely. After starting off the way they did, getting a, a couple key wins, and especially in this league, you're going to have to get win on the road. You know, we always we've been talking about how you know they're struggling to get to secure those home wins, but it's just important as a win on the road. And when you when you're playing a team that's struggling like Tech on the road, if you can go into their arena and get a key conference win on the road, that'll be absolutely huge for the Bears. It will be Baylor and Texas Tech right here on ESPN Central Texas 7:30 pregame with J-Mo and an eight o'clock tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next on Game Time, Joe Trahan, WFAA in Dallas-Fort Worth. He'll join us. We'll talk about that Cowboys win last night in Tampa Bay as uh, Game Time returns right after this on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting Kansas State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for Baylor K-State women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. 
Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Dak Prescott hit on 25 of 33 passes for four touchdowns in the 31-14 win over Tampa Bay. That moves the Cowboys into the divisional round of the playoffs against the 49ers next Sunday. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton is a hot commodity. He's currently considering the head coaching vacancies in Houston, Phoenix, Denver, and Carolina. Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh has decided to stay with the Wolverines. He had considered the NFL head coaching jobs with the Broncos and Panthers. Scott Drew and his basketball team are on the road at Texas Tech tonight. The Bears are trying to even their conference record at 3-3, while the Red Raiders are still looking for their first conference win. The game tips off at 8 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to game time online at CentexSportsFan.com. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas here on this Tuesday morning, the day after a Cowboys win. Ward Weinstein and Ryan Fox along with you. Joining us now, the greatness of Joe Trahan from WFAA and the DFW. Joe, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Outstanding. And the Cowboys, well, they go on the road and they get a road playoff win for the first time in 30 years, Joe. And the way that game started off with Dak going 0 for 3 and, and the Cowboys struggling on their first possession, did you did you think that Kellen Moore was going to turn it around with his play calling? Well, listen, for, for just a second, you're like, okay, are, are we going to go down this road again? Are we really <laughs> going to do this? Is this really going to happen? Right? But then, um, listen, you've got to give credit. Uh, to Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore, right? And I do think that, you know, they were in that crucible. The the, the pressure was on them. Uh, they had to perform. And, man, did they ever. You know, after that awful start, all Dak does is set a Cowboys record, ripping off 11 straight completions. It's never happened before in the history of the Cowboys. Are you kidding me? Right? And then he ends up throwing for four touchdowns. As you guys just said, more than 300 yards, no interceptions. He runs for a touchdown. He answered a lot of questions, right? And 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 listen, uh, the Bucks—they just weren't a good team. Um, they feasted on an awful division, and they still couldn't get a winning record. Um, mm. Tom Brady, yes, he is absolutely the goat, but he's not what he once was. So uh, the Cowboys did exactly what they needed to do, um, and and I think I think that offense and Dak did what a lot of people thought he could not do. He answered a lot of doubters, and and now, hey, they're in this thing. Here we go. Let's see where it goes. You know, I've I've said for a long time that for Kellen Moore, it's keep it simple, stupid, and not try to not try to get in your own way. We don't need all the smoke and mirrors. And last night, after that first series, it felt like that he settled in. And I know what he was trying to do in that first series: give Dak some easy throws. He just missed those, but he did settle into the game, and it did slow down for him. But for Kellen Moore to keep that seatbelt on. I feel like that was huge last night for none other than to make it comfortable for Dak Prescott. No, you're right. I mean, we didn't see any of the ridiculous razzle-dazzle behind the line of scrimmage where, you know, the double reverses or, you know, that kind of thing, right? Um, for me, it was it was a matter of, of the Bucks saying, hey, we're, we're going to stop the run. And if Dak, you can beat us, 
Um, go ahead and beat us. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, they showed up in a few bare fronts, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they were they were not their eight man fronts. They were they were not going to let the Cowboys run the ball. They dared Dak, and Dak said, "Okay, you, you want to see what I could do? Hold on just a second. Uh, let me show you." And he go and he went off. And he went off. So um, great sign there all around for the offense. And, and man, uh, setting up just an incredible showdown because I think that the two teams that played the best on Super Wildcard Weekend were easily the 49ers and the Cowboys. And now we get to see them match, off, uh, against, match up against each other. I can't wait. Jerry Jones said after the game, Joe, that this reminds him of the teams he had in the 90s, how they were able to grow uh, after every win. Should he – be saying that should he tap the brakes? Is that something you really want to hear from Jerry Jones right now? Man, Jerry just—he can't help himself. <laughs> he can't help but be a salesman, right? He just can't help himself. Everybody, please, just just hit the brakes here. Yes, they're a good team. They have they have they have a wonderful ceiling. Um, but yeah, let's tap the brakes, okay? It, it's one playoff win against an. Awful, awful Bucks team overall, right? Yes, it was their first road win in 30 years and all those great things. It was fantastic, right? They, they haven't won a playoff game in those blue jerseys in 44 years. It was the 1978 <laughs> NFC Championship, right? Yeah, I saw that, that on your great. show it's last wonderful. night, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? So they even get it done in the bad luck blues. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, okay? Let's realize exactly what it was. Um, they did what they had to do. And I'm, I'm not going to take it away from them. Listen, I'm, I'm not trying to do that, but I am going to keep it in perspective. And now we get to see what this team is made of because I do think the 49ers are the class of the NFC. So now we get to see this is all we want, right? The Cowboys put in the work, um, a good regular season. They put themselves in position. They showed up when they had to against the Bucks, and now they get to go up against, I think, the team that's the best in the conference, and we'll see what they do. For this matchup between the 49ers, does the magic roll off of Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, who's become most relevant for the 49ers? Is this the best defense he's going to face? Yeah, I think so, and and I do think part of this game will hinge on the pressure that they can exert on Brock Purdy, and they can they can exert that pressure in a lot of different ways, guys. It's not just how the defense handles what Purdy and the 49ers and what Shanahan does. And by the way, man, uh, Shanahan is just coaching his butt off right now. Mm-hmm. But listen, the, the Cowboys' offense can put pressure on Brock Purdy as well by being efficient trying to get a lead like they did against Brady, trying to make um, trying to make things uncomfortable for a rookie, put him in situations he hasn't seen. The Cowboys can absolutely do it on both sides of the ball, and they're going to have to because he has so much help. You know, when you look at, you know, the running game, the way they work it, when you, when you look at what Debo Samuel can do, I mean, listen, this is going to be a heavyweight bout. And uh, the Cowboys just got to keep slugging because I, I promise you the 49ers are going to land their share of blows. And the Cowboys have to absorb them and just keep going so that they can make life tough on the rookie. Joe Trahan, WFA Sports, with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And Joe, is the Cowboys special teams door wide open right now? Are they looking for a kicker or do we see Brett Marhar? 
kicking extra points next Sunday? The Mar meltdown. Goodness gracious. You know, and it's just like the Cowboys, you guys. They can't just have a blowout, right? They got to have some kind of drama, right? It is so Cowboys. I mean, that is, it's like baked into their DNA. Got to have some kind of drama. But listen, I, I do think you have to look. I don't know what you're going to find that's not on someone else's roster right now. You know, uh, th- th- that's on my to-do list. First thing, I got to look up the roster rules and regulations in terms of, you know, h- how can they acquire talent off of other teams' rosters now? And it's like, I, I don't, I don't know how you keep him. You know, there's a debate going back and forth about, oh, they're not going to do anything, they can't do anything, and I'm like, man, think, think if, if after him missing four PATs to set that NFL record for futility. Think if they don't do something and the game comes down to a field goal oh boy. or, God forbid, an extra point. I mean, think about it, you guys. Uh, four of the six games on uh, Super Wild Card weekend were all within one score in the fourth quarter. It's exactly what the NFL wants. Think about last year in the divisional round and beyond. All of those games were either decided in overtime on the last play or by three points every single game, you know, from the divisional round on to the Super Bowl. So, with that in mind, I, I wouldn't keep him. Listen, it, I think if you were in that locker room, mm-hmm. think if you were his teammates, think, think if, you know, if Jerry Jones or whoever's making the decision, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, that triumvirate, think if they would walk down in that locker room. You saw Dak Prescott yelling on the sideline. Right. Right? I'm, I'm sure those guys are like, okay, hey, Brett, we love you, brother, but you're gone. <laughs> and, and, and I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any way that he he is back in a Cowboys uniform come next Sunday in Santa Clara, California. He is the greatness of Joe Trahan, WFAA TV, and the DFW. Joe, we certainly do appreciate the time. Have a great afternoon and a great rest of the week, man. All right, take care, you guys. We'll talk soon. All right, there he goes, Joe Trahan, WFAA TV in Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, I love talking to that guy. He is outstanding, and he knows he knows the Cowboys as well as anybody out there, and and everything else around the DFW as well. Well, Cowboys get the win. Probably looking for a kicker. Can you kick? I cannot. Okay. Well, then we won't send you to no up to Frisco. <laughs> you definitely don't want me up there. Not to the store today. No. You're not going to make a trip and say, "Hey, you you think there's anybody knocking on the door saying, hey, I can kick?'" I, it wouldn't surprise me. It's probably a couple. You think? I think so. Is he in a uniform next Sunday? Yeah. You think he is? He'll be back. Oof. He'll be back. Oof. I don't let him in the doors today. <laughs> I'd send him out to the golf course, like I said earlier. Yeah. Go play golf. Get out of your own head. Because that's what it is for him. It's it's nothing else. He has He has the ability. He has the mechanics. They were off. And sometimes it's it's just hard for a kicker to get to get back in the swing of things. Well, that's going to do it for us. We want to thank uh, Shehan J. Arazu for joining us. Also, your boy Q uh, and Justin Apodaca and Joe Trahan for joining us here on Game Time. We'll do it again tomorrow morning starting at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up later on this afternoon, John Morris from Lubbock as the Baylor Bears get ready to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tip off at 8 o'clock, but John will join us. Uh, this afternoon at 3 to 4. And then Matt Mosley will finish it off 4 to 6 right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ryan Fox, I'm Ward Weitz. Until next time, so long, everybody.